We're going to spend some time today just stopping, drinking him in, giving him some space. Um, most of you will hopefully remember a few weeks ago we just, I spoke on four invitations that I felt God had for the year and, and one was to co-labor with him, one was to take time to stop and be invaded by him. The other one was to have our capacity expanded and the other one was the joy of surrender. I'm going to do all of those things today. But yeah, we're going to just take some time to stop. So you can just sit here and I'll just sit here if you like. Okay, let's do that. I need my glasses. You know, we've been digging into some prophetic stuff and we've just been really talking about where we are together and there is such a sense of hope at the moment, such a sense of hope and such a sense of a new season. And, ooh, I want to sit down and then I need to pace. Oh, God, is so funny. Yep. You know what? I was just worshipping before and I just, I've just had a day where one minute I'm crying and the next minute I'm laughing. But it's all been about him. And then I'm like, God, I'm about to speak. <laughs> and I just, you know, that whole David, I will be more undignified than this. It doesn't matter how I look right now. What matters is that his word is spoken, that his presence is released and that his power is present in the room. That's what matters. So that's my heart for today. What I really felt um, we wanted to do for today, like as we've been talking about the prophetic, as we've been talking about new seasons, there's something I, I feel like we need to stop and make clear along the way. And that is that we are not going to rah-rah our way through a prophetic season on the surface so that we feel like we're making it. Does that make sense? So when we're doing all this stuff, when we're talking about hope, when we're releasing fire, this is not about the rah-rah hype. This is actually about the genuine presence of God and His power. And there are moments when He's going to move powerfully and there are going to be moments when He's going to move deeply. And I might have been on the floor there crying or I might have been on the floor there laughing. Nobody knew God. Only God knows what's happening at that moment. But we don't want to rah-rah our way <laughs> through a prophetic season. And then when our heart hits the wall or when our circumstances hit the wall, we feel like we sort of have to pep ourselves up because, oh, well, we're in this new season and we're going for it. And then we have to pep ourselves up back into the season so we feel like we're still moving forward. I feel like if we do that, we're going to miss out on what God has for us. And I feel like that's not really the way that the Father would have us move forward. That's not what it looks like. So when we're going for it, that's Him. When we're having a moment where we're just on the floor because we are so affected by Him, that's Him too. What we do want to do is we, we want to do the real heart journey with God. And we want to we want to move into the new season. And as we do that, 
there's going to be stuff that will happen. So like even as we've been going over the last few weeks, even just in talking to people, there's still like challenges and there's still stuff that happens. There's circumstances that happen and it feels like contention and some of that is and some of it is just the circumstances of life just are happening. So we want to do the real heart journey in that and still move forward in that time. Just get my glasses. Thank you. You know, the more I experience of life, and I'm like getting pretty old now, so I have to wear glasses and everything. Oh, just behind you, Max. Ah. But you know what? The more I do life, the more I realise it's less about our circumstances and more about our heart connection with him and who he wants to be with us and to us in the circumstances. And if you want to look at an example of someone who heard the promises of God, walked in the full destiny, look at David in the Bible. He went from a shepherd boy to a king and it was not smooth sailing for this guy. He was attempted to be murdered many times. He had people killed around him. He was framed and put in prison and he just made some really old plain mistakes that kind of got published in the eternal word of God. Bummer. (laughs) But all through that journey, he kept his heart connection with God. And that's why I love the Psalms, because they just show the total up and down of it all. And I want to read, I want to share three keys today. And there are so many, this is not an exhaustive list, as to how we position ourselves Like what's our default position when we're going for it with God and going for our destiny and going for his promises? What's our default position when stuff of life happens? When our heart hits the wall or when the enemy tries to kick in on top of that and bring discouragement? I want to read out Psalm 42 and then I'm just going to pick out two keys from that and then we're going to have a banquet together. Of communion. As the deer pants for streams of water, maybe you need to, if you need to soak with this, just do that. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, Where is your God? But these things I remember. As I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I'll remember you. From the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep, 
In the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and your breakers have swept over me. Just let his waves and his breakers of love sweep over you today. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to my God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony. My foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you so downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. What a roller coaster that psalm is. He is hungry for God. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you. I feel like corporately for us, there is a growing hunger with us at the moment. And let's just go with that. We don't need to push that any further. We certainly don't want to shut it down. But we just go with that and see where God takes us. But then in the middle of that, so he's hungry for God. In the middle of that, obviously things are going really bad. To the point where people around him are saying, where is your God? Where is your God? So what does he do? He remembers. He remembers And that brings about shouts of joy and thanksgiving and praise. When things get hard, when you can't even get praise to touch on your lips, we can remember. And when we remember, it is going to lead us to praise and worship. Because if you're even struggling to remember God moving in your own life, then you've got other people around you. So you can remember how he's moved in their life. And then you can remember the stories you've heard. And then you can remember the stories where he's broken through and his love. And then we can remember everything that he has paid for, for our freedom, for our hearts to be healed, for us to walk into our destiny. His death and his resurrection was not just to get us into heaven. I think, I think in this place we all you know, are pretty clear on that. I think, you know, some people, I feel like they've sort of stopped short of the glory of what they could experience on earth when it's just about our forgiveness of sin to get into heaven. He came that we would have abundant life. So when we struggle, when the stuff of life kicks in, we can remember. And that just brings us to a point of praise. Now, the thing I love about when I have been struggling, and like, we, yeah, we've all, got our, we've all got our life stories. Every one of us in this room has a life story. Every one of us have had moments in our lives where we've had to stop and we feel like all we've been left with is to remember because things have been hard. And those moments where I've had to stop and remember and I end up just praising him, it's like he takes us up to the place where you are destined to be, that he's already paid for. He takes us up to heavenly places. Ephesians 2.10, he takes us to heavenly places. And when we worship and when we're in those heavenly places, we have a very different view on things. We have a different approach to things. 
and we will carry ourselves in a different way because of the power and the love that he's giving you in that time. So it's kind of funny in a way to stop in the middle of going, yay, we're going for it. And then to go, hang on, what about when the stuff of life hits us? But the truth is it does at all times or at any time. And that I love that verse, you know, weep with those who are weeping, laugh with those who are laughing. Doing the family is some of us are just going great guns right now. And some of us are finding it hard. So we get to laugh with those who are laughing and we get to weep with those who are weeping. But all through that, we can remember his faithfulness. And I love that song. I feel like it's my life song because there wasn't a day and the rest. (laughs) So let's stop. Let's remember. And then we're going to sing that song again. And I want to really declare that because... Let's do that first. Let's stop. Let's remember. Just take some time with him. Remember everything that he's done on the cross. Everything that he's done to set you free and the power of the resurrection. Oh my goodness. If we could get the power of the resurrection in our daily world, just get how that impacts us, we'd probably live differently at times. We get to release that power on others so we are going to drink him in I think Megan's bringing the things in and you know when we do communion here we kind of don't like to do the little tiny swab of bread and a little bit of juice we're just like we get to banquet on his love Psalm 23 says he prepares a banquet banqueting table before me in the presence of my enemies And when we do this, we're basically saying to the enemy, I'm his, he is mine. And this is my place where I know everything's been paid for. So who is feeling right now that there is sort of stuff flying for them? Or just that, yeah, I guess they're not feeling like they're bursting forth with life every moment of every day who's feeling that right now right I'm going to pray for you and then we're going to go into communion why don't you just come forward make a stand yeah it's all right yeah it's all right let me pray for you Yeah, God, I just pray, especially for those that just feel like they're in the fire of pain right now. And God, I pray that there would be no, there would be no feeling that they just have to push that down and bury that away. But God, that they would just bring that to you at the banqueting table right now. And that you would just lavish them with your love. That you would lavish them with the power of the cross and the resurrection, that they would know the life that they have, that they would know the freedom that they have and that there would be breakthrough as they take a stand and that they feast on you, that there would be breakthrough over the pain, that there would be breakthrough over the circumstances because we do this in the presence of the enemies. So we get to say Jesus has the victory. Amen. 
Let's just take some time. Kel's going to put on some songs. Take some time. If you need to journal, I can get some paper out. But just spend some time with God. God's doing some good stuff. Some people are just drinking him in and some people are just have some deep heart stuff going on. Some people are just enjoying. I want to sing that song again. I can't actually remember the name of it at the faithful. To the end. We're going to sing that as a declaration and like a stand that this is our default position that I love it how it's like there there wasn't a day where you weren't by my side and that's the past and then it goes there won't be a day that you're not by my side and so it's like putting a stake in the ground going this has been my past but this is going to be my future I will always remember I will always celebrate and it's going to mean that with all of my heart, I'm going to worship you. And as I worship you, I am going to walk forward into my destiny because that's what happens when our heart is fully alive in Him. So why don't we get up, sing. Whatever you need to do, just do that. There's still more food to be had. So it's not like communion is over. Just keep going until there's nothing there.